I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Welcome to Sick Boy, a podcast where we talk about what it's like to be sick. This week's guest is Haley. She has supraventricular tachycardia. Let's talk about it. Remember Jeff's? Remember Je- remember Lonis's wedding? There was a bunch of liquid on the floor, and that was not good. <laughs> no, it was all alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was a real that actually gross. Actually, adds a little bit of stick to it. So you yeah, exactly. Yeah. At first, it was like a hazard, and then it was actually a safety precaution. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of alcohol all over the floor, Haley, tell us about your issues with your heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so intertwined those that two was things such are. Such a great lead-in. That's <laughs> uh, what I do best. I actually found out that I had a heart condition when I was in grade nine. So apparently I'd been living with this thing forever and had no idea. That sounds dangerous. Yeah. It sounds mm. dangerous to be living with that for that long and not knowing. It, Yeah, except I guess it's more so the nature of how the heart condition develops. That's mm. the way that it worked. It's sort of an extra electrical pathway that develops over time. Mm. So, so what is it that you're dealing with? What do you what do you have? It's called SVT or supraventricular tachycardia. If you want to be really tachycardia, medical. yeah, <laughs> I like. I'd actually word. prefer it if we didn't use the acronym. I think we should use the whole name every time okay, that we right. mention it. Say it again, one more if time. You can say it five times fast right now. We'll supraventricular tachycardia. <laughs> supraventricular tachycardia. Yeah, you got it. Supraventricular Whoa, tachycardia. You, <laughs> I just did it too. I'm superventricular. Superventricular tachycardia. Yeah, you did it. Got it. Fuck yeah. Superventricular tachycardia. You're welcome. Okay, we can go back to SVT now. I'm fine with it. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Fuck you. I'm using it. I'm using superventricular tachycardia all day. All day. Um, I can't help but think of like, and I know it's really early on, but like Mm -hmm. I've had like three different bomb analogies come into my head where I'm just imagining your body being like a a ticking time bomb. And you said... You said right before we got into that, uh, the SVT, superventricular tachycardia thing. Uh, yeah, no, I'm good. Um, you said it like develops an extra or additional electrical pathway. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Like, I'm I'm picturing this this the bomb analogy thing isn't really working for this. Are you saying bomb analogy as in like an yeah. analogy with like a ticking time bomb, or like, yo, this analogy is the bomb? <laughs> Ready? <laughs> A digging time bomb. In which case, both would be bad. (laughs) (laughs) An explosive, an explosive bomb analogy. Got it, got it, got it. Right? There's like, there are two, oh, I'm really bad at this, but there are two nodes in your heart that sort of communicate to each other so that one is sending electrical impulses and the other is giving your heart a pause to sort of fill with blood and then it shoots to the rest of your body. Yeah, it sounds like a bomb. Yeah, well, it's more of like a hijacking scenario. Because your extra pathway hijacks the electrical impulse and goes haywire. <laughs> okay, I'm into this either yeah. way. <laughs> so this is what superventricular tachycardia is? Yeah, so that extra pathway can just kind of take over at any point and then your heart goes haywire. So if you can imagine your heart beats 60 to 80 times per minute on average, mm-hmm. uh, 
SVT, when it kicks in, my heart would shoot up to like 230 beats per minute Whoa. on average. Whoa. What? How fast does your heart have to beat for your heart to like explode? Give out. Uh, it depends. Oh, or it, give out. It depends on your age and health. I don't know. I'm going with the bomb. I like yeah. explode. Let's go with explode. <laughs> um, it, like t- 260 for a really long time. Okay. So How long? Probably a day. Okay. So if you're like Whoa. doing like max effort, I just in, got anxiety. Like, if you're about like that. if you're like uh, doing very high uh, anaerobic training, yeah, um, you're you can get your heart rate up to like 200 beats a minute. Yeah. Okay. But not sustain it for very long. Like 170 plus is like you're in the you're in like the suffer zone. No. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, so, I ran um, this morning, and and for the duration of the run, my heartbeat was like 165, 170. Yeah. Which is like That's high, isn't it? No, it's like a like a a good effort. Okay. That's the that's the borderline of SVT, I think. Oh, okay. That's like but like where it starts. So that's borderline SVT when you're sitting down doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Right, that's crazy. So I'd feel like a bubbling sensation in my chest and it would feel like I was going to cough and then instead my heart would just go. Whoa. Oh my god, dude, I'm like trying to imagine what that would feel like. It's making so me feel weird. So this is weird. the funny thing. Uh I was getting ready for my winter ball. And then this thing happened to me and I was just sitting there calmly like, whoa, my heart's going really fast. Got ready. Was it, were you with a boy? No, I wasn't. Oh, okay. I can't blame it on a boy. Okay. I was like, or, maybe, maybe you just look, maybe a girl fluttered yeah. her eyes at you. No, I can't blame are, it on Are you a lesbian? I'm, or, or how do you identify? I guess I'm, I'm bisexual. Bisexual? Sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you weren't with a boy and a girl at the same time on <laughs> each arm? No. Oh, fuck. Well, then what else could it have been? <laughs> Let's say heart condition. Oh, fuck. Right. The superventricular right. tachycardia. Right. The right, right, ticking right, right, right. time bomb in her chest. <laughs> we, yeah. I'm going to, by the end of this, I'm going to make that bomb analogy work, okay? Okay, sure. I'm ready for it. Okay. So you're at the winter ball, and yes. uh, there's no uh, boys or girls this or anybody else. This has been hours at this point that my heart has been going this fast. Whoa. So I just kept getting up to dance and, you know, I had this interaction with my mom where I was like, hey, I'm not feeling that great. My heart's going really fast. And she did that typical parent thing of if you weren't feeling that well, you wouldn't still want to go to the dance. Yeah, right. And I was so stubborn that I went anyway. And then by the time my teacher took my pulse, she was like, you got to go to the hospital. You're not okay. Was it, was there, were there any other symptoms aside from the feeling in your chest? Like, were you sweating? Were your pupils dilating? My my pupils were dilated and I was really shaky and I started to feel like I had a bruise in my chest. That was, I I was just, I was just putting in so much effort trying to dance. So this was the first time (laughs) that this ever became prevalent. The very first time. Hmm. So I ended up at the hospital. And uh, the nurse put me on the little finger clip thing that tells you your heart rate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> she said, whoa. That's all she said. <laughs> and you're, like, you're like, please elaborate <laughs> yeah. on that. She says, whoa, gets up and walks away. Yeah. Like, whoa, 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 no, no, whoa, no. whoa, whoa, what kind of whoa? What, are, what do you mean, whoa? <laughs> she ran because you were literally a ticking time bomb. She asked me to lay down. Brian, okay, Brian, Jesus, you gotta, stuff it, dude. You gotta, <laughs> stuff it. You got to put that down. <laughs> but maybe. Bingo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, Jeremy and I are winning at Sick Boy Bingo because we are shooting down Brian's analogy <laughs> over and over again. What uh, <clears throat> What did the did she elaborate on the woe or? No, she just got me to lay down and I asked her if my heart rate was normal, which it was 189 beats per minute. So mm. she kind of laughed. 
Her reactions with me so far were not so mm-hmm. great. Yeah. See, I'm good with heart, like heart rates, but when they say like, <laughs> oh, your blood pressure is like 140 over 70. Like, I have no I, idea what that means. Yeah, no me idea. neither. And like my girlfriend will come home from the hospital and she'll be like, it was crazy. There was this person today and their blood pressure was 180 over 92. And I'm wow, like, your girlfriend's really that. breaching the uh, confidentiality of her uh, no, agreement of her job there. No, uh, I think so. Not like just gotta shut up about work. <laughs> That's <laughs> nope, not how that works. Nope. That's, you're allowed to say that. But like, at least she wasn't, at least you didn't see the fear of God in her eyes, you know? I, I mean, did a little. Oh, oh. It was like her second night. She like laughed. She was like, ha, ha, ha. it was like a really nervous laugh. And you were like, oh, Jesus, that's the worst. When your laugh doesn't match your eyes, it gets a little Yeah, terrifying. you're like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, she had no happiness in her eyebrows or your, or your mouth. When your laugh doesn't match your mouth or your eyes, it, something's wrong. Things yeah. Get, you know? get weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish God. everyone could see this right now. Oh, God. She goes, whoa. And then she starts crying. Oh, oh yeah. that, that would oh, be Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So what did that lead to? Um, I guess you're you're laying down here. You're yeah. you're kind of waiting for like what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And uh, so this doctor comes by, and I've sort of had this doctor my whole life. It's a small town. It's the same guy all the time. Oh, right. You're from Inganesh. I was like, where are you from? Yeah. <laughs> and I remembered. We already talked about that. And uh, he, it was his last night before he moved to Ontario, I think. So he was just totally relaxed. And he was eating cheese and crackers by my bed and just telling the nurses to try a whole bunch of different maneuvers that are made to slow down your heart rate. And then eventually he kind of, we got up into the 210, 220 zone. Whoa. And it had probably been about like six hours that this was happening and he just God. tosses his plate of crackers and cheese and he said a word he said something about we're going to give her adenosine expelleramus <laughs> that would have been much more exciting. Yeah, he was trying. I know what that word means because okay. up in Inganish they mix traditional Western medicine with uh, enchantments and uh, incantations. If only yeah. <laughs> so, might work. Uh, Western medicine isn't working. We need dark magic now. Dark stat. magic. We need dark magic stat. <clears throat> so I ended up uh, getting this drug in an IV. It was. It comes in little six milligram doses, and it's made to. I've heard variations, but it's essentially made to restart your heart. Oh, whoa. Oh, Jesus. And it feels like, I, w- I imagine that's what drinking Javex feels like. It's, oh, the, oh. it's the worst sensation in the world. I, like, I could hear my heartbeat slowing down. <clears throat> I lost my vision. I couldn't hear anything. And then it was over. And then my heart rate just started slowing down. Whoa. That's it sounds crazy. like, a, whoa, whoa, like whoa. a horse tranquilizer. So they, pu- they put this into your IV. Yeah. And yeah. I'm guessing almost immediately it starts to take effect. It takes, well, time slows down a bit, but it takes a couple of seconds or that's what it feels like. And did it burn going in or like? It burned and all you can smell is chemical and there's a little bit of like a metallic taste in your mouth. Oh, fuck. What did you say this was called? Adenosine. So adenosine actually occurs in your body naturally, but it's used to, it's used in tachycardias. Adenosine. They put it in your, into your IV, but you can taste it in your mouth. Yeah, it has a really, it has like a half life. So it's okay. really quick. And then they flush it immediately with saline. So I don't know if it's the mix of the two or what's going on, but. Adenosine is a purine nucleoside composed of molecule <laughs> of adenosine attached to the ribose sugar molecule. Of course. Of course, that's what <laughs> no it is. No wonder it burns. That's now, exactly yeah. what my doctor said. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, it says believed like, to play a role in promoting sleep and suppressing arousal. So um, I guess. I guess 
if you're not being able to go to sleep, it's because your heart rate, because you, your heart rate needs to go down to a certain level for you to fall asleep. You oh, can. here we go. And your temperature needs to drop as well. Yeah. When when it is <clears throat> is administered inter, intravenously, uh, adenosine causes transient heart block in the mm-hmm. atrioventricular node. This is mediated via the A receptor, inhibiting. Man, holy fuck. Heart stuff is so is a different language to me. Yeah. Whenever we whenever I look into anything heart related, it like when you earlier you were talking about SVT and like what it is. And I Googled it. And the first like breakdown on Wikipedia, I was reading it and I was going, oh, God, I yeah, this doesn't tell me anything. Well, it says it's it's exactly like a time bomb is what it says. And, and <laughs> yeah, if okay. they would have just cut the red <laughs> wire from the start, then we would have never had this happened. problem. Yeah. The, the whole the whole um, <clears throat> like the conversation about being like sitting still and feeling your heart race mm. that intensely. Um, yeah. So I have this thing that I haven't gotten checked uh, that I haven't gotten checked Um and oh, the thing I, on your on the tip of your dick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, this is a separate. Jesus this is actually Brian. a separate issue. <laughs> oh, um, right. No, Never that mind. thing it's it's bubbling up. It's getting larger. I'll get a check next week. That's the thing you were saying <clears> at the <throat> urinals the other day was burning. Yeah, this yeah. sounds more like a bomb than my heart. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, yeah. I accidentally rubbed it against the side of the urinal, and that, the urinal, and that's actually oh, how it started oh, growing. Guys, my um, God. <clears throat> um, so Fuck. I I have this I have this weird uh, this weird thing that I I, I sh- probably should go see a doctor about. Um, I never have because it's so infrequent and random that I that you know it happens once every so often and then it, and, and it disappears right away and I go eh, whatever. So I'm I can be sitting there and I have a regular heartbeat. And I had a I had a heart condition as a kid that dissipated by the time I was like six six or seven years old. And um, also I'll be sitting there and my heart's ba boom ba boom. Boom! Then I'll go. Boom! Boom! And I'll just. And uh, uh, I don't know what's that. What's that called? An asymmetrical or uh, an arrhythmia or maybe something like that. Yeah. Anyway, irregular heartbeat. Irregular heartbeat. Yeah. And um and it'll make me feel like weird. I'll get like a slight like low blood pressure feeling. Like I'm kind of losing my uh, like like for a second. And then I'll and then I'll even out and it'll be fine. Um, this did happen once in a theater last year, last winter, where I was in the theater and it happened once, and it usually just happens once and then goes away. And then it did it, and then it did it again, and then it did it again. I was sitting in the seat watching the movie with Jeremy. Jeremy was right there, and I was like, "Hmm, I'm gonna pass out. Um, I should. I how long should I wait until I like disrupt this movie <laughs> and look over at Jeremy and go?" Yeah, I'm gonna pass. <laughs> <laughs> and, just like, and, just, and just pass out, and and like my my vision started to kind of zero in, but then it leveled out, and it totally got fine. And I don't know, I've I, I've never really felt it again, but I feel like I should totally get it checked out because uh, it, 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 yeah. it, 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 it it I would say from a non-medical standpoint yeah get that I know right but it, he doesn't do that with any shit it just any shit it happens up he it happens so infrequently well, like, dude are you good right now exactly that's my <laughs> shit dude that's my shit <laughs> fucking asshole is that Brian like, is that, <laughs> is that it, like it happens like once every two months <laughs> and it happens for a second out of once out of two months so I'm like oh whatever I also feel go like for- with major heart things or major medical things you can be in denial for a long a time, long time. Yeah. yeah that's how some people die yeah because they just didn't are in denial until it's too late <laughs> yeah, thanks Jared. that could be me <laughs> but, it, but it, it, in the moment it gives me anxiety 
Yeah. Like just for a moment, just to go, oh, what, what, what? Your heart's just like, hey, look at what I can do. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, 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 don't do that. <laughs> and so I'm, th- I'm sitting there thinking about you having this crazy heartbeat sitting still. And like as someone who gets their heart rate up on a regular basis, like activity wise, when you go into that red zone and you're like, I don't like this. Well, I actually, <laughs> like, I have a, I really want to, I'm a runner and I really want to run in groups a lot of the time. But every time I get to a certain heart rate for the first few years, actually, I would take a panic attack. So whoa, I have to stop whoa, running. Oh, no and then, yeah. Well, talking about like uh, anxiety and panic attacks and, st- and stuff, just to come back to the, did, didn't, what was the name of the drug? that they, Adenosine. Yeah. Adenosine. Um, uh, one of the side effects, this is super interesting. So they go through the whole thing like temporary rash on the chest, lightheadedness, yeah. um, nausea, um, metallic taste is a hallmark side effect of the administration. Not um, and then it says it is classically associated with a sense of impending doom. Oh, Whoa. Yeah, you feel like you're going to die. That's so crazy. Impending doom is a really heavy word. Yeah. <laughs> a really heavy combo combo of words. You're really not. I, I guess there's a minor possibility that your heart just will slow down. Like you've got two doctors on either side of you with a crash card just in case. Is that one of the, is that the uh, like clear? Yeah. <laughs> That's the, exactly uh, what happens. It's called yeah. a, uh, uh, I went to school. Defib- I went to Ryerson Theater School, and uh, we spent our whole second semester just doing sound effects. <laughs> okay, okay, uh, so really good at them. wait. So you're in you're in the hospital, and he's like eating his cheese and crackers, just yeah. chilling, and he's kind of like calling the shots, like, "Yeah, try this, try this, try this," and then it's not working. And at one point, he's like, <clears throat> "Okay, fuck it, pull out the adenosine." Yes, and th- and then does that work? Like that, it brings your heart back down. I asked them. I guess to not give me more but they wanted to so it only brought it down to 160 beats per minute and they were like we got to give her a second dose and i just begged and you're them. Like, I was no. like no was it why didn't you want to have it again because the impending doom what? dude i wasn't sure that i was going to be okay after a second dose okay. so i asked them not to and then i think it took a couple of hours and my heart rate went down to 90 and they kept me overnight to make sure oh was- so they didn't give you the second dose no. oh wow i would have been like i've never had to take a second dose because i can i've been able to cardiovert myself i think purely out of fear of you're just like dose. please heart <laughs> bend you, to my will now Ooh. do you do you think that that is the just one of the like the for, uh, from the side effect of the drug itself that you don't want the second dose or do you truly think that like if they give you the second dose you might just die no no i think it's the side effect, the side of effect. The it's just doom. so shitty that you're like fuck this i do but not also really do like it. after after one <laughs> dose coming down to 160 at least that's like your heart isn't you going to explode so yeah. you're you're relatively okay i mean i'm not a medical professional but i'm guessing that you're relatively it doesn't feel as bad that's on the bingo card yeah <laughs> so uh but you said you said you've never taken a second dose how many times have you taken a first dose uh, five times. Whoa. Five Shit. Times. So have you been in the hospital five times for this? I've been in the hospital more times than five, but it was five that they actually needed to resort to adenosine. Yeah. So you, I guess after the adenosine and the night stay this first time, yeah. this is, this is what happens for them to go, okay, she probably has supraventricular tachycardia. Literally nothing happened, by the way. That was like 10 out of 10 Thank pronunciation. Thank you very much. <laughs> Um, nothing happened. So it didn't take until my second episode when I was in Halifax that someone was like, have have they ever checked you out for this? And, uh, no, they just keep giving me the impending doom drug. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, you didn't, you weren't diagnosed. No. Oh, before you came to Halifax. No. No. And then I ended up having a few more episodes and then I got 
an appointment with a cardiologist, and I got set up for an ablation, so I ended up having surgery. What the fuck is an ablation? ablation? I've heard that word before. It's a really interesting procedure. So I, uh, they go up with catheters to your heart. They kind of wind through your veins. They can go in Ooh. neck or groin. And, uh, I feel like I should be live streaming this on Instagram. Oh that God. sounds absolutely horrible. Oh God, that hurts Are me. Are you right awake? Now. Are you awake? I asked to be put under mild anesthesia because I wanted to be able to remember it. Ugh. Oh, you said that in your application. Jesus. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? Well, so Wait, I, where did they go? Through the groin or through the neck? I said hell no to the neck. I wanted the groin. What? Wait, but what? it's like, it's your pelvic bone, so it's right here. Yeah, but that's so much further. Your heart's right there. Why don't you just go through the neck? Because <laughs> like, I just had horrible visions of like, it's right in near your <laughs> Yeah, true. I feel like, you. I would definitely, I would do oh, the groin. Are you fucked? I would do the groin. Oh, God, I wouldn't. <laughs> Yo, what, yeah, you do the gro- the neck, right? Dude, you know what? I'd actually rather grow up through my dick than my groin. <laughs> whoa, whoa. That is no, so extreme. Why, because there's something about your groin that's so like sensitive. And I don't know. And there's nothing about your dick that sense I know but I don't know it's a different thing it's like it's like it's like dude I'm not ticklish on the end of my dick like you know what really? I mean but I mean, it is kind of silly that they can't just go through your nipple like you're it's 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 a hole and yeah, but it's, it's a right thick there muscle. it's a thick muscle oh yeah no right well, well no I know I wouldn't but, fucking do it they're trying it. to go they're, they're trying to go pat they're not trying to go through thick muscle if they're cu- uh, <clears throat> but if they're cutting anyway like uh, your neck your groin or just go straight to the point what's like I don't know. I think they what do you mean? To, it's a huge muscle. They need to go through a vein for sure. It's got to so. go through a vein. Yeah. 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 The, uh, so, okay. Do you know what I mean though about the ticklish part? <laughs> I know what you're talking about. You know Dude, what I mean? Tay, I am so Dude, with you. I'm 100%. way more content to do this. <laughs> well, like if, someone, legs, spreading your if legs. someone was like, yo, can I put, can I like put a hole in your armpit? And you'd be like, oh God. I mean, if you have ticklish armpits, like <laughs> I'm that, with would you, be, that would be horrifying. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay, so so Haley is crazy, and she took the groin route. 100%. Whatever. Uh, and, then, and then what? Uh, so I'm laying on a table, and uh, they pour the disinfectant stuff all over me. I guess it's like iodine. The red stuff. The red stuff. Looks so intense. I, especially when you wake up and you're a little bit disoriented, and you're like, oh, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> Where am I? What did I do last night? Well... <laughs> I'm going to nerd out for a second. The mm. inside of that room looked like the inside of the TARDIS, like thick cables around the walls. Oh, and you're, cool. You're in the middle of a theater mm-hmm. and the, the surgeon isn't in the room. She's in another room sort of guiding the catheters. So they. What? I what know, do you mean? It's guiding super the... bizarre. She was in another room. Are they robot catheters? No, no, no. She had to, like, she was behind the camera, I guess, where they were kind of guiding it up. And to my heart. So, so she's I, saying, she's directing, like, go more to the left, yeah, more to the right. Yeah, she was and there's some, the like. There's some like Bell Alliant operator in there that's just like t- <laughs> sending the fiber op through you. Yeah. Holy fuck. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So I remember most. Of, I wasn't allowed to move my head, so I could only really see. So I was like peripheral, trying to watch everything. Um, this is so And I was so completely cool. numbed. Oh, it's making so, like, me feel I, weird. You don't feel <clears throat> you don't feel anything, anything. If that makes you feel better, you don't feel anything at all. Like, it does seeing not make it, you feel better. Seeing it and not feel seeing it and not feeling it makes me feel more weird Uh, i feel like i would really enjoy this experience to the point where i would be like a little bit grossed out and a little bit queasy where i'd be like tilting my head to the side throwing up off the side of the bed (laughs) and then like kind of looking down like oh that's fucked oh that kind of looks cool though you're like you're the one that (sighs) wants to hold the hand of the bell alliant operator and be like here just let me also help you shove it in a little further i'm sorry i gotta come back to that because i'm trying to wrap my head around this 
you're inside the TARDIS. Yeah. There's cords and, and giant like tubes everywhere and, uh, and, on the walls, and screens. Like strictly on the walls. Yeah, sure. Got it. Okay. And then, and then, so like this kind of theater, the surgeon was in a door. She was in a room with gigantic windows next to me. And I think they were, she was just sort of like watching the screens where they were guiding the catheters up. And there's a, there's a technician mm-hmm. who's literally hand feeding this tube through a vein from your groin. I didn't really get the information on that, but that's, okay. what, it, that's what it felt like. That's when what it was you happening. would assume. Like some, there's a human doing it. There's a human doing it. Okay. And they're in the room with you. Yes. And then <sighs> they, uh, they use wow. the, there's, there were four catheters. So there's like two on either side oh my and God. they use one to pace your heart. So they actually sent me into SVT so they could figure out where the hell this little circuit was located. And then they, do you know how they do that? They well, there's three possibilities. So the right chamber next to your AV node, which is your natural pacemaker, or the left part of your heart, and it gets increasingly dangerous from right to left because if it's in the left, they actually have to puncture a hole in your heart to get to it. There's oh. no, there's no other way, and it increases your risk of stroke. That sounds bad. But mine was next to my AV stroke. Node. Yeah, it does sound bad. So <laughs> all of yeah. that sounds bad. Holes in hearts. Holes in hearts. Mm-hmm. But AV nodes. Yours was next to the AV nodes. <laughs> yeah. It's a band name. Now is that a good thing? Holes in hearts. No. Oh, that's if, that's if bad. They, I trusted my surgeon, but if they missed, I small percent chance I could have needed a, an emergency pacemaker. Whoa. So if they hit your AV node instead of your your actual circuit, yeah. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. I went into the, uh, I had an ENT appointment a few weeks ago. I think it was like two weeks now because I have, um, I've had polyps my entire life Yeah, inside my sinuses and I've had them removed like upwards of five times now in my life. And it's a surgery. They go and they stick like utensils up there and they basically carve it off the, the, the walls of your sinuses. Don't say carve. That's more disgusting to me than putting the uh, bell line fiber up in your body. Well, I don't know. I don't know about that, but they, so they scrape it off the walls and then, you know, these, these polyps are like weeds and they grow back. And so you just got to get them again and again. So I go in there because I'm going, I'm, I'm feeling a lot of swelling in my sinuses lately. Yeah. And I'm like, I think the polyps are back. So how they check is they don't just take that little thing and they stick it up your nose and be like, all right, like say, ah, that kind of like little eye peeper or whatever. Yeah. Um, they, they literally take this giant, looks like a hilt of a, of a lightsaber. And then dangling off of that is this long black fiber op like tube, like a, like a cord from your TV. It's actually like exactly like the size of that cord there. With a camera on the end. With a camera on the end. Yeah. And so they take this thing and they shove it into your nose, up into your sinuses. Oof. And I don't like anything going inside me. They don't give you, and they don't give you anything. So that no, no. Know. I literally walk in there, sit down. They go, "Here we go, dude." And my, it's like, "Whoa, fuck!" My brother used to put a whole pen <laughs> in his nose. <laughs> That's <clears throat> really not good for you. And yeah, don't do it anymore. That Dennis. explains a lot about Dennis. Good, Dennis is a. De- I'm imagining <laughs> Dennis sitting in his apartment in Dubai, and he's listening to this episode. But he's like, half, he's he's half, he's half he's half listening, and as we're talking about this, he's like shoving. 
shoving a pen up your nose and you're like, don't do that, Dennis. And he's like, oh, oh you're right. <laughs> you're right. He's pulling it out of his nose. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes in there and he starts like pushing this thing up in there and poking around. And all I can think in my head is like, what if you it like what's up there that you could poke that would really suck for me? Like, could you could you fuck up my brain somehow? Like, is there a way to you to like. No, he didn't. There was none of that. He kind of touched the, I don't know, like well, a nerve back there that made me gag. And <laughs> Oh, no, I'm not laughing because that's funny. That's just like, oh. I know. It's so, it was horrible. It was so gross. I was like, oh, please suck it out. And he's like, oh, you can handle it. And I'm like, no, really, I can't. <laughs> oh, dude, that sounds awful. <laughs> it, was, it was so bad. But so it didn't last long. He pulled it out. Here's the crazy thing. Just a long story short. Guys, I don't have sinus polyps. What? I, he was like, you have no polyps. They're Sweet. not there. That's good I thought you said you had a polyp surgery not long ago. I did in 2010. That's the last. That's probably why they're not in. there anymore. Well, they haven't come back. They've they, they got the roots. They always, yeah yeah they, they use the they use the uh, the, the round round it. They got weed at weed X weed X. They use weed X. Um, dude, it's, it's like it reminds me of when I'm selling houses. Uh, that's nine hundred two two. And 21 if you want to buy a house. God, that uh, was so fucking gross. The sewer lines. Was that your phone number? <laughs> the, Did yeah. you just give out your phone number? Yeah, uh, sewer line. You're going to regret that. It was a fake number. Uh, no, it wasn't. No, it that's was his, not. That's that his real number, everybody. Everyone text yeah. Brian crazy shit. I don't like the person on the other end of that phone number. Um, oh, it's okay. If you want to buy a house, let me know. But the sewer lines, sometimes they get roots in them. And man, watching those cameras go down those lines with all the poop and stuff in the pipes and the grease and the suit and the roots it's pretty crazy well that's where i was going with that is that they gave me the option to look through the camera like to look at the screen and i was going are you fucked <laughs> no it's bad enough that you are going up into my sinuses and gonna poke and like make me gag there's no way i can watch that no seize the opportunity oh my god it's crazy cool. it, they crazy. are cool but it not when it's in me I want like I want to watch that on somebody else and oh, be like, yeah. cool. Those cameras, those cameras gross me out pretty hard. Like when I see those cameras snaking their way through things on TV, I'm I can't really take it. It's not oh, man. It's the I, red, the I, red, I like, find it. interesting. The, like the moist red folds oh, of like dude, of like it's just, tissue. It just yeah, makes my stomach turn. And I'm not and I'm not a queasy person. <laughs> even when Brian does that horrendous, horrific noise. Uh, I, yeah, like ugh, it's so nasty. I just I don't get I don't get grossed out, but that really does it for me. So do you remember do you remember this procedure? Like you're lightly anesthesied. I took, there's a thing with anesthesia where you have like a, an amnesia post, you know what I mean? You, yeah. It, it takes a while. So it took about two weeks for the whole thing to come back, but. Oh, and it all came back. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. They put me out for when they were actually cauterizing the spot in my heart. Cause once they figured out it was Ooh. that close to the AV node, they were like, you can't be squirming around on the table. Like, right. You can't move at all. Cause so, if we make a mistake. You're dead. They're like, all right. You're over. Yeah. Show's over. You're going to have to go to sleep for a bit. Yeah. And so they cauterized this thing. Yes. Did it help? Like, what What was the point of this? So I was traveling abroad. I was going to go live in southern France. I've written a cookbook. That's how I went. And I did not want to have to deal with a heart condition when I was overseas. So I asked them to do it in the hopes that it would, I wouldn't have to track down a hospital and scream that I need adenosine in another language. Right. You know? Would it like was could this be a cure? Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. So there there was hopes of curing this thing. Yeah, I've been pretty symptomatic, so I've still been having like, I can feel the bubbling thing happening, and I'm just wondering if there's more than one pathway. They think there's either more than one, or this will come back eventually. Right. Okay. So. And that's where you're at, kind of now ish. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Oh, so they repaired that third. Whatever that that one issue was. Right, but it's not gone. But it's not gone. How was your trip when you went overseas? Was it kind of uh, pretty good, like immediately after the, the procedure? Yeah, I had to wait. I, I waited about two months after the procedure to make sure I was okay to leave to go anywhere. Okay. And I was still having a lot of symptoms, so my heart was still racing a little bit. And so, like, worst case... Worst case scenario with this thing is your heart rate goes up to a certain uh, beats per minute and then for too long and you expire. Is yeah, I don't, I don't really. I think so. Because I mean, like I went a pretty long time that first night, but the first time I had it, the nurse said, you know, like if, if you hadn't come in, you could have been in pretty rough shape the next day. And I don't know what a nurse defines as rough shape. Mm. Yeah, that, are you talking that, about rough shape? Like uh, I went to Good like, Robot and drank <laughs> a whole bunch of the Glee Club mugs and and wake up the next day and feel like a piece of shit? Or are you talking about like, like dead. I got hit by a car yesterday yeah. and, and I'm in rough shape the next day? <laughs> yeah. well, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you go. I'm I'm ready. I'm wondering if I'm wondering if that if are they are they saying that in the way that you know if you. You know, just the same way that if I go to the gym and I lift some weights, my, I, you know, and I do it properly, my, I'm going to get this like good soreness that I, that rebuilds my muscle and I'm going to get naturally sore because of, of that. Now, same kind of thing with your heart. You work out your heart to a certain degree. It's good to a certain point that, you know, your heart's getting stronger and there's positive effects to getting your heart rate up to a certain level. Is it like, you know, your heart rate's going up to such a high speed such a high cadence, I guess, um, that this is your heart's getting put under so much stress. Is this like fucking your heart up in terms of its ability to like for longevity? No, no, it doesn't affect your longevity, but when you're exercising, like you've got to imagine the, when they take your, whatever that is, do you know what I mean? They, no. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> I, I know you're talking about like if you're on the if you're on the machine and it's like measuring your heart, it's like that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Boop, boop. sure. Yeah, boop, so boop. you're getting all of your they're called waves. Yep. You're getting all of them. Well, the thing that characterizes characterizes SVTs, you're like skipping a whole wave. So oh okay within that, so it's like you're exercising and you're actually getting all your waves in and fully strengthening your heart versus this one where you're just skipping shit and your heart's like it okay. would be like running aimlessly into walls at a gym. Right. Over okay. And over again. And and in your heart that rate doesn't is, sound effective for working <laughs> your legs. <laughs> so it's so it's not like your heart is working in such o- overdrive that it's like, dude, you gotta, your heart is not going to be able to last eighty five years if it continues at this. It wouldn't be able to last rate. a day going at two hundred and thirty beats. Per yeah, minute. it would just give out. Yeah, but it but doesn't I mean, affect the, me in the long term. No. Yeah, like repeated episodes of this that they get taken care of. That's not like shortening the the the, the ex- life expectancy or the shelf life of your heart. No, that's okay. what, that's what they say. I mean, I kind of wonder if I have to get this procedure done more than once. What the scar tissue in my heart does, right? You know, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. You know what they they some people do say that you only have a certain amount of heartbeats in your entire life. Yeah, they're called mystics. I've used up. I've used up <laughs> a lot. Uh, Haley, what's you brought? Like, um, uh, what is this? A presentation here on on uh, a stack of yeah, giant I've a, cards. I've got a PowerPoint too. Yeah, yeah, it's sweet. <laughs> I, I actually, uh, this is I, a podcast. I don't think that's going to work. When I asked her if she would come on the show, I offered up the studio space as a gallery. Um, oh yeah, perfect. Yeah, she's paying to put these up. So. Sweet, yeah, perfect. Yeah, they called me to do go in for this cardiac ablation two weeks in before my final for a view camera class at NASCAD. So view camera is a four by five film camera and it weighs 10 pounds without a tripod. This thing is huge. 
And after your is operation, it like an old like an old ass camera? Yeah. Is it like the one where you put the giant hood over your head behind it and you hold the uh, the stick in the air and you go ready and you press the you press the clicker button that looks like a bomb detonator and then the flash um, like explodes like it actually shoots out and there's like smoke. The glass <clears> breaks. <throat> yeah, the glass breaks. Is it that camera? No, but I like that visual way better. No, it's <laughs> a little bit smaller. <clears throat> okay. Um, but uh, I wasn't allowed to lift anything heavier than five pounds. So that effectively oh, no. put an end to all of my ideas for my final presentation. So I just said, uh, fuck it. I'm going to photograph my recovery around the house and what it was like to just come home from the hospital and deal with the two weeks post-operation. Are these cool. the shots from yeah. the... Oh, can we see them? Yeah, of course. Sweet. This is on the Are bingo. Are you going to describe them? This is oh, on the bingo. We're going to describe Poetic the hell out of... Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm so good at poetic description. It's on the bingo card, actually, that we that, <coughs> that we that we freak over freak out over guest photos. So. Oh, really? Is there, yeah. some, is there anything is, gross? Yeah. There's a lot of shots of me in my underwear. Perfect. <laughs> we'll see those ones first. <laughs> uh, if you can send us a copy, too, because we need them for the website. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Settle down, Brian. <laughs> Sick Boy Podcast. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. The morning that I left for the hospital. So those are the little electrodes that they put on your chest. This is a very... So you did you take these shots? These are all self-portraits? Yeah. This is awesome. So we're looking at a picture right now. It is a young woman with a, a deep, uh, deep... Um, what do you call this part of the shirt? It's the like crew? Scoop, scoop the, neck? The, the neck, scoop yeah. Neck. Deep yeah. scoop neck. There we go. And there's little like nodes, that sticky nodes on the chest. Yeah, that was that was a self-portrait right before the surgery. I was going in that. Oh, you look very sad there. That's cool. I was just like you taking, look, taking a breather, you, you know? You look like you are about to go in for surgery and you're not really up for it. <laughs> Maybe I have resting sad face. I, <laughs> I would say uh, you look a little bit contemplative. I was very contemplative. Taylor, what would you say she looks like in that photo? Uh, reflective. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Thanks, guys. We're doing really good here you're describing amazing. these. Amazing. So this was you're allowed to bring one thing in with you. I just grabbed like a pillow from home because I figured if I wanted, you're actually allowed a pillow in the, I don't know the the cardio wing. Right. Like you get right. your little heart shaped pillow and you hug it post surgery because apparently it's really good for you. So and, anyway. and it just sounds so Whoa, cute. Interesting. And it just sounds so adorable. <clears throat> so that was my. Do they give you, know, you is that a scar? Is that a scar on your hand in that photo? That no, little Nike check? That was from uh, the tape from the IV. Oh, okay. My right. nurse took eight tries to get a to get a vein. Ooh, oh, yeah. she are, uh, is now fired. These are also really, like, <laughs> they're awesome pictures. Too. These are very beautiful. Thank Can you. we yeah, put these up on uh, on your blog post? Heck yeah. All right, sweet. So, I was say fuck yeah. Fuck head, yeah. Fuck yeah. Do you head on over to, do you have digital copies of them? Our, do, yeah. Head on over to our sure. website, sickboypodcast.com. Go to the blog section and check out Haley's blog. Underwear. There's so, the underwear. So this is. This is the full stain. Like, it was. Oh, of the okay, iodine. Right. Oh, crazy. And there's my bandages. I was going to say the bandages for the groin. Yeah. The, oh, so the dude. scars are the oh, size of the tips of pens. So like, I don't have any scarring from it. Okay. It's just, okay. just what it was. Well. Tips of pen size. Sunday bum day. There you go. Yes, yeah, you send this to turn me on. Totally, one hundred percent. Is that the um, is that the uh, the, the iodine? Iodine. That's still iodine. Yeah. So we're looking at a photo. It's a profile shot of Haley's body with uh, some underwear, and the iodine is like oozing over the side of her hip down I towards it was her, a really her cool bum. Pattern. It is. It, it does look really neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> 
Uh, that's so every time you sit down or cough or laugh or do anything, you have to kind of like hold pressure on your groin so your cuts don't reopen. Oh, oh crazy. So that, was like, that was the first week after. The so this started. one, this picture looks like Haley's about to take a shit on a couch <laughs> uh, and she's just kind of hands on her waist and, and about to push real hard. Yeah. And that looks like a super cute dog. Yeah, that dog. What kind of dog is that? Oh, that's a duck toller. That oh was my, my God. That's, that's my favorite type Wait, of dog. Look at this here. These are the ones. I told Brian you should get a duck toller. Oh, look at that sleepy little muffin head. Uh, this is a picture of Haley sleeping. This is overtaken. <laughs> <laughs> this is overtaken by bum shots is the dog. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so, so out of all of this, like, what would you say, Haley, was the, the like scariest moment that you, you experienced in, in dealing with your uh, supraventricular tachycardia? Yeah, I, I think probably the, the second time I got adenosine because I knew it was happening. The yeah, first time you know it's, it's like, coming, right? Yeah, the first time it's terrifying. The second time you're like, I felt this, but I'm not used to it. So I can't remember exactly and I can't prepare myself for it. The operation was kind of fun. I was, they gave me really good drugs for that operation. I was mm. feeling pretty good. Mm-hmm. But the, uh, yeah, the second time was just like, I knew it was going to be horrible, but I couldn't remember exactly how horrible. Does it get better? You know, because you've had this uh, adenosine before, or, or again and again. Yeah. Is it? Does it get easier, or do you just dread it? Period. You just, I think you just dread it, but mm. I mean, you get your body gets really good at bracing itself for things that you have happened to you over and over again. Mm-hmm. I would assume that it's like most medications that feel that way. You just like you know it's bad, but you're you can tense for it. Mm-hmm. So what is this like? Uh, what is this? What is how has this affected your like day to day life in terms of you know the choices that you make or the activities that you do and the you know if it's affected your social life at all like what is it mm-hmm. uh, how has it kind of impacted you and, and hindered you or freed you to do something else? That's a really great question. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> I guess the like what I said about running. I love running mm-hmm. and I can't anymore. I can't get up past a certain heart rate or I start panicking and I'm slowly working past getting out of that. But I've I work for an outdoor retailer. I'd love to. I'd love to do the group runs and I just, I know that I'm not reliable enough. And so out of all of this, Haley, uh, what would you say your experience with supraventricular tachycardia has taken away from you? Uh, I just think the, yeah, that was a really good question. I know. Thanks guys. (laughs) I think the sense of freedom of being able to go anywhere and not have to worry about an episode coming on. Mm. Like I did, I was in a photo class and I did a hike out to Duncan's Cove, which is beautiful. So Mm -hmm. nice. And I was at the end and my teacher ended up ironically asking me what my heart condition was. I hadn't really talked about it with him. And I went into an episode five minutes later and we were like, would have needed a helicopter if it had been bad. So I hiked back out with my class. We took our time and then drove myself back and don't do this at home. Yeah, that sounds bad. I drove myself back into the city and then I ended up at the hospital and that was my, I think my third time getting adenosine. Whoa. that, does it kind of, I feel like when you're in like a, with a big group like that, that you're going to have people who are like, this girl's just being a drama queen. Like, what Mm. is this bullshit that's going on? 100%. Yeah. Like, did, did Especially you, when people don't know what it is. Yeah. Like, you, SVT is in household name, you know. So did you experience any anything like that? The the night I got diagnosed, not diagnosed with it, the first night that I had an episode and had to leave my winter ball, there were there was a girl in my high school class who started a rumor the next day that I had made up this heart condition. I was like, have you, well, it's, it's everywhere on really. Google. Mm. 
Like, I didn't just Google <clears throat> heart condition and close my eyes and pick one. Yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> Yo, if you're going to make I can't a... do this hike anymore. I've got um, <laughs> super uh, ventriculopathy. Uh, I've got SVT. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I don't understand why anyone would pretend that they've ever had adenosine. It's like yeah, the worst idea ever. What's su- what's super rad about this is that we we've never actually like we re- I don't think we have any heart episodes up on the show. Sweet. I think this I will think be our right. first heart episode. That works two ways. What? Episode of the show and they're called heart episodes. Oh yeah. There you go. Dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeremy yeah. was so I was like, uh <laughs> you were like what? you were like, yeah, uh, because uh, because of the thing that I don't get. <laughs> Uh, the other question that I wanted to ask you was, it took me a while to get that too. It took me like until now, but I got it and it was good. Thanks, Brian. What were you going to say? Uh, the other question I wanted to ask was what, what would you say your super ventricular tachycardia has given you? Oh, well now that it's gone, I just like, I want to travel everywhere Mm. and I want to do stuff where I don't even have to think about it. Like I just, I've spent, once I got diagnosed, it was a really compressed period of time where I had this heart condition all of a sudden and then they were like oh here's an operation we're gonna fix it so it's like you panic and start making life-altering changes and then it's gone Mm. and it's like oh i finally remember what life feels like before Mm -hmm. i had to worry about it wherever i went so yeah i just traveling where do you want to go where like what's like your what's your top three places you'd love to go check out oh i love that question iceland yeah iceland heck yeah super beautiful like especially as a photographer Iceland yeah. is just oh my god, it's like uh, paradise. Uh, beauty, yeah. yeah, and like beauty, like the, <clears throat> I mean, there's you know, I guess beauty is a is subjective, so you could you know you could find it anywhere, but the, yeah, some but, people think you're beautiful. Oh, wow, that was super. That was, that was really savage. That was really savage. I actually really enjoyed that. Um, and Taylor and Jeremy just high fived. <laughs> actually, Brian and Jeremy. That's it. Ta- that Taylor's the ugly one. Taylor's right? that? Oh, Jesus. Sorry, yeah. guys. No, it, it happens all the time. It happens all the time. Yeah. Just think Taylor ugly and you'll remember. That's it. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> you'll remember yeah. which, one, which yeah. one of us I am. Um, oh, fuck. Uh, Iceland is like. <laughs> is like you know one of those places that i mean it can be fucking gray and rainy and everything and it's like even even within that it's like and then it's it's still not even subjective you know it's 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 objective that even on the shittiest of days in iceland it's one of the nicest places where would you go if you could go anywhere uh anywhere um cape breton inganish Inganish. i was just there so that's already off the list um i would do oh Think about it, Bri. Where would you go? New Zealand. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I've got. Uh, I've actually got like three different places where New, Le- New Zealand's sure. good. <coughs> Taylor, <laughs> I'm thinking of. Um, you know, it uh, looks really amazing. I've got a couple places. Montenegro looks really amazing. And, Tell me uh, about the other ones, Dan. And, and Bruges looks. <laughs> Bruges looks really amazing. Suck it. <laughs> I've been. I've had a hankering to go to Ber- Berlin. Berlin. Yeah. Yeah, I really just want to see that city. And Munich is really nice. I was in Munich last year. Munich was really <clears throat> cool. Yeah. Um, well, this was really fun. That was fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and thank you all so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Our first heart episode. Um, and if you did enjoy it, go tell five friends about it. 
and then tell those five friends to tell five friends. And then the next thing you know, Sick Boy Podcast will be the only podcast that anybody in the world listens to. Yeah. So, well, it's kind of like if you tell five friends and you get them to each pay you a dollar and then you get those five friends to tell five friends and they pay those five friends a dollar and you get 50 percent of that. Right. Then you can basically start a pyramid scheme. And that's what we're trying to do. Right. And, and then and then you and then we're at the top of the pyramid. So most of the wealth goes back to us. That's right. I think the biggest catcher is the 50 percent off the garments. And that's at yeah. that. The right. whole reason we're trying to do that is so yes. that everybody in the world get has a garment mm-hmm. um, until we're back uh, next week which we will be for sure head on over to itunes subscribe rate and review we love you for it um and uh check us out on social media instagram facebook twitter we do all those things we put up some uh great silly amazing photos actually we'll put up we'll probably put up some of Haley's work on on our instagram page if that's cool to you i don't know thanks guys Mm -hmm. i just said it we're gonna do it i'm into it yeah um and uh and hey if you want to support us yeah we also really uh we graciously allow you to give us money so if you would (laughs) like if you would like to partake in the honor that is such then you can go to patreon.com slash sick boy and give us some money uh, it helps us do a whole bunch of shit like travel around, reach new people in new places, grow the show, grow the audience. And uh, and it helps um, it helps uh, uh, Brian make new friends because he has a lot of trouble when he stays in Halifax doing that. So when we get to travel, Brian gets uh, to make new friends. Sick boy Berlin. Yeah, Sick boy Berlin. Uh, exactly. We're, that's so that's a big nice. goal with our Patreon campaign uh, to travel to Berlin because it might be Jeremy's last trip ever. Um, and if, and if you can help us make that a reality, it'd be like allowing him to have a second opportunity at his children's wish that I botched. So, uh, and the other amazing perk that you get from that is you get a discount on our sick boy merch Merch. shop.sickboypodcast.com and you can get a sweet onesie for your baby, a sweater, a shirt, a mug, uh, and a signed, uh, baseball cap from jeremy and maybe and maybe at some point a garmin heart monitor uh that is it for this week until next week i'm brian i'm taylor and i'm jeremy and this is sick boy For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.